Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into the late March edition of Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with Matt and I as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And of course, we are moving right along here in the year already, uh, March winding down on us. And we got a good show for you this week. We're going to talk about launching a financial campaign. Going to have a little bit of fun here and just turn the table, so to speak. Uh, Matt, I'm going to have you basically run for a financial position, if you will, maybe like financial czar or something like that. Because, you know, if you if you think about it, if you had to be elected to be a financial advisor, you'd have to kind of campaign. And maybe in some of, sort of a fun way, you, you kind of already do, right? I mean, advisors, any business owner in general, kind of campaigns for quote unquote voters or and or business, right? So I thought, yeah. we, I thought we'd have a little fun. I'm going to give you some, you know, kind of uh, political type platforms, but let you do them with a financial twist. So we'll have some fun with that. But first, how you doing? You doing all right? Yeah, we're doing, we're doing great. Um, it's as we had recently talked about, um, kind of the end of March and um, marching right on into springtime. And um, I mean, even even the little flowers in my out in front in the sign are starting to nice. pop up through the through the mulch. So I'm I'm excited to look at the new growth. Well, and we're closer to, you know, big old tax days. You know, we're just a couple of weeks away from that. So if you haven't, you know, taken any kind of action or some things there you need to do, which hopefully you have, but if you have any kind of last minute questions or things of that nature, make sure you reach out to Matt and give him a jingle, 989 401 2949. It's 989. Yeah, 989 401 2949. Call ASAP. <laughs> if you yep, we're getting questions. down to that wire. So uh, mm-hmm. if you can get to us by around an April 9th, 10th time yep. frame, that would be great. Yep. And we'll get make sure you get your. Uh, your funds invested uh, for last year uh, in your IRAs, Roth IRAs, and mm-hmm. sub, sub plans. So yeah, we mentioned it on the last podcast earlier in the month, and so it's you know we got a little bit of time, even less time left, but we still wanted to mention it again, just so you got a couple of weeks to uh, reach out if you want to still make some contributions for the prior years' retirement accounts, IRAs, and so on and so forth. So anyway. All right, so let's have some fun, Matt. Launch your financial campaign. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, you're going to be campaigning to be elected uh, to a financial office, if you will, so to speak. So, how would you keep, you know, if I almost like a moderator, like we're doing this moderating thing, how would you keep people <laughs> as safe as possible, Matt, by managing their risk? This is a fun topic, Mark, uh, launching your financial campaign because, um, yeah, I, I actually did run for a township office oh, uh, <laughs> there a few you years go. back. So, That's yeah, awesome. I didn't I didn't have, you know, there, there was a lot uh, less media coverage. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you went bombarded everywhere you went, you know? <laughs> no, no. It's like, just get your name out there. <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's cool. That's fun. That'll, that'll add a little fun element to this. Yeah. Well, you know, keeping people safe. Um, we have a lot of different opinions about safety. What is safe investing? Okay. And um, so let me break it down. When people talk about safety, I normally think of fixed or guaranteed things. You know, um, if somebody says, man, I really want to be safe with my money. I don't want a lot of risk. That's a that's a great campaign promise. You know, can we keep it? <laughs> um, it it's in the eye of the beholder, your okay. safety. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people love that FDIC insurance, right? We go put money in a bank CD and it's, okay. you know, it's got the FDIC insurance coverage, but who's backing that money? Can you lose accessibility? Yeah. Short term if a bank goes bad and banks do fail. Right. Um, so safety is in the eye of the beholder. 
Yeah, you're I also talking about losing money safely with just going with the regular banks too, right? Because that's that old saying because you're not keeping up with inflation, really. Exactly. So if we know that inflation trucks along at 2 to 3% historically, um, you know, then and there's times when it's been super inflation, and that's coming up on us again. A lot of people are talking about things yeah. inflating in prices. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep pace with that. You know, safety as far as the investment, you know, principal balance could actually, you know, be a deception to you because if you don't at least keep pace with inflation, what happens is my $10,000 today in 10 years from now might buy about $7,000 worth of goods and services right, because right. of inflating prices. So safety isn't just uh, my principal didn't go anywhere, but in the in my estimation, you know, you got to grow your money. You've got to always be growing. So ABG, always be growing your money. And uh, so, so we need to we need to mix some equity with that, um, even if it's a small percentage, five ten percent. Just let's keep pace with inflation. Um, there are some fixed and guaranteed rates, and I have insurance licenses, so we can go and look at fixed annuities that that pay three percent or three and a half percent, and that might be a good inflation hedge for some of the the cash that you have invested. But um, that's one thing: is is yes, we will keep your money safe. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't want to sound like a politician by any means. <laughs> well, that's kind of half the fun of the, of the concept. But to, yeah. to different people. So yeah, yeah. it does. That's true. You know, and you've already got some little acronyms going on there. So, you know, hey, you're already one step <laughs> closer to a financial or to a politician. No, uh, no, 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 no. We're not going to link. <laughs> we're not going there, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, we're just having some fun here. This is just a little make-believe action uh, just to kind of change the uh, the tone a little bit from the podcast once in a while, just to shake it up, have some fun. So, again, yeah. you know, Matt, you're running for this quote-unquote imaginary office of financial advisor. Uh, which really, I mean, that's what you do anyway. I mean, if you really think about it, like I said, all business owners to one form or fashion are, are trying to say, hey, this is what I'm good at or this is what we do and this is why we might be beneficial for you. And, you know, politicians do the same thing. Obviously, we know there's just a whole lot more, uh, you know, convoluted and stuff. The difference, I think, between that and business owners is business owners actually get stuff done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. So, uh, so anyway, we'll keep moving along and have some fun with this. So how would you unite the different elements of a portfolio, Matt, by getting the different pieces to work together in harmony? Like, oh, you know, yeah. getting both sides of the aisle to work together. How would you getting, do that? <laughs> getting both sides of the aisle. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we actually do this by um, diversifying the mix. And so when we diversify your portfolio, if I have all my money invested in, let's say, in my 401k and the mm-hmm. S&P 500 fund, okay. right? Sure. Um, I'm going to historically get about a 10% average return. Not a lot of you know fluctuation otherwise. If the market's good, I'm going to get decent returns. If the, if the market tanks, my portfolio is going to tank. To diversify that, let's say I want to use not only U.S. large companies, but I want to use some international. So I might Put a little bit of the EAFE index, EFE index. It's Europe, Australia, and the Far East. Okay. We can diversify and put other countries, not just the U.S., in the portfolio. Now, I also can put a little fixed income, which offsets some of the volatility. So if the mm. U.S. market tanks and I got 20% of my portfolio's fixed income, that means only 80% is subject to that drop in the U.S. market. Right. Um, and then if I have some international, that might sustain while the U.S. is down, I might be getting good returns from internationally. So we can look at that and bring all these pieces together. They're they're different. They're the elements. Um, the performance is different. Um, yeah. 
I don't love owning a lot of fixed income, but it serves a purpose. And well, and it's not it, like that offsets volatility. Yeah, and it's not like a lot of people. What happens for folks often, Matt, is we get uh, we're so ingrained in these norms that we do that we're you know we get this mutual fund and then we get that mutual fund and we we get this collection of products and we think we're diversified. And of course, what we do is we really have a lot of overlap. We have a lot of the same things. It's typically a lot of large cap. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, your point there is you're really looking at different asset classes and different types of things so that you truly have a better diversified portfolio, not just saying, yeah, I bought six different mutual funds from six different companies. That means I'm diversified. Typically, that's not the case. Right, right. So we want to analyze what do those funds hold? What purpose do they serve? Mm-hmm. Um, large companies, we, do we want small companies also? Yeah, yeah. Okay. most people do because right. small companies pay a higher return than large companies in 20-year rolling time periods. Great point. When we look at the numbers, um, it, it makes it real easy to see that and, and most everybody would rather have a diversified portfolio with more than one category just because they're going to they're gonna get wealthier doing it than just holding the one. So I can, I can show people that, and um, that's, that's one of the reasons why you should elect me as your uh, financial advisor coach. <laughs> exactly. That's why you want to reach out to Matt and give him a call. Uh, so, again, we're having a little bit of fun with this concept today. But as always, you know, if you have questions or concerns about stuff and you're not already working with Matt, of course, we, you know, we do the podcast and it goes out to existing clients, but it also goes out to other folks, and folks might share it with their friends and things of that nature. Uh, you always want to check with a qualified professional before you take any action. That's another nice little thing about, you know, this versus the concept of a politician is, uh, you know, you got that professional who's got the training, who's got the know-how to help you get to and through retirement. Matt's here to do that for you and give you a hand if you need some help. 989-401-2949. All right, moving right along, let's keep going here with this concept. Uh, Matt, how would you go about getting some of those lazy dollars back to work uh, and, uh, and getting rid of that, uh, you know, the couch money, so to speak? Yes, this is a big one. Um, you, want, you want your money, all these years you've been working, you work for the money. Um, now you want your money to go to work for you. So don't leave excess amounts, significant amounts of cash laying around. A lot of times I advise people, if you have three to six months of your actual expenses that you need to live on, if you got that in the bank, you should be um, feeling pretty good and comfortable. That way, if an emergency arises, you've got cash. But other than that, um, you know, if you're sitting on... 75,000 worth of cash and hey, six months of our expenses is like half of that, 35. Get the money to work for you. How do we do that? It depends on um, what your strategy is overall, but get it invested. People want to use your money. Companies want to use your money. Businesses, they want you to buy stock. They want to pay you dividends. And uh, putting that money to work for you is going to make you wealthy in the long run. And I, this really takes a lot of focus because it's easy to get lazy. It's easy to let cash build up and sit around and it's comfortable. I mean, let's face it. I, I'm way more comfortable if I got money in the bank and, and a lot of money in the bank than if I've got a little. But what happens is while you let that money um, build up, you really need to keep it working for you. You need to be a good steward of that money. You need to make your money continue to grow. So we'll get that lazy money in the market. We'll get it um, even in, maybe not in the market, but maybe we're doing something alternative investments like we talked about in a previous podcast that still can get you some decent yields. You know, you might get three or four or five or 6%. So if you need ideas on that, give me a call. Um, There's a lot of times you might have a a niece or nephew or somebody in the family too that um, I don't, (laughs) don't always necessarily recommend lending money to your family, but some people are just, you know, they just need a hand up. And so sometimes putting our cash to use you get a better return. You might have some security for 
getting that return and there's ways to do that. So give okay. us a call. We'll give you some ideas, yeah. but um, definitely come to me because we've got ideas rolling around that can get you some uh, extra yield on your cash. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, we just mentioned having, you know, some mutual funds and things of that nature. You know, a lot of times, Matt, people think there's two options. They think, well, I'm either sitting in cash or I'm in the market, you know, and there's just so many other things. So you have to have a conversation. You want to have, you want to have that emergency fund. You want to have some money sitting around in cash, but there's always that striking that good balance as to what you need versus then bunnies that's just sitting there not being productive for you and not helping you stay ahead of inflation. And that's that lazy money. Uh, let's do another one here. Eliminating the fear that people have of running out of money. Now that would be a huge campaign ticket if you were, you know, if you actually had the platform for this and actually try to run to get this financial advisor type of office. That would probably be the number one on most people's, uh, you know, hey, does this candidate check this list? How are they going to help me get over that worry uh, that I'm going to run out of money? Well, I can uh, put my resources to use and I can give you the guarantees of um, affiliates of mine. Insurance companies have a really great way to market this, you know, and I've heard other advisors and I've, I've always toyed around with it, but it sounded a little gimmicky to me. But um, yeah, you, we can certainly say, okay, let's just buy a big fat annuity with that, uh, with that IRA and we'll put you in a perpetual income stream that you can't outlive. How do we do that? Well, we go to insurance companies. Mm. And they offer annuities. And an annuity is kind of like that pension plan. We'll just give you a monthly income. You give us all your money. And we go and base it on current rates today. And um, it's a promise to pay. So the insurance company gives you the guarantee. And they start sending you monthly checks. And you turn over all your money. It's kind of like an ir- irrevocable decision. So you got to be careful if right, you ever sure. choose that. But we can eliminate that fear that you have of running out of money. I like to do it a different way. Um, not necessarily against, but I almost always will will tell people to keep their money invested versus turning it over for a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Reason is because I I believe fully that you can make more money on your money um, keeping it with a wise um, investment plan. But what I like to do is we use a kind of a, a multiple bucket strategy where we can show you the first five years of your retirement. Let's let's start taking out this money and we'll put that money aside and keep it very safe for you. And then we show you the second five years, and we want to we want you to imagine where you'll be, what you're going to be doing, uh, how much money that you'll need, and then we also then we keep like a bigger chunk of the money um, for ten years down the road, mm-hmm. and that's right, going right. to help help replenish the bucket number one and bucket number two that you've started using for the first ten years. But um, a lot of times, I can eliminate that fear just by simply going through your budget. We find out what your needs are. We look at what Social Security will pay if you have any pension or other residual income streams like rental properties or mm-hmm. uh, other sources of income. And then we just take what you need off of your investments. And um, what happens, I mean, I've done this several times with clients and I've had people literally break down in tears and just say, oh my gosh, so we're going to be okay. <laughs> right. <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of times this money is emotional. And so eliminating this fear is huge. And if you have fear in the back of your mind, you're not going to be productive at whatever you're trying to do. And if that's just retire and relax, you can't relax because you you have fear. Yeah. So give us a call. We'll help you eliminate that fear. And I, I, I will, we'll, we'll talk through multiple scenarios and this is sounds corny to promise this, but really that's what we do is we end up walking people through and it's like, ah, I can. That's what you're looking for. The the, yeah. The aha moment. Right. I'm looking for that. aha moment. That's right. Exactly. We want you to have an experience that brings you peace of mind, peace to your little heart so that you can go and 
spend the money on the grandkids or travel and or whatever you know, it is that you it, wanted in retirement. Exactly. And know that you're yeah. going to be okay. So yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. That, that's a great point, you know, because, you know, just we're having some fun here with this topic and a concept this week on the show. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of folks that have been, you know, doing the DIY thing and so on. And people think, well, you know, an advisor is too expensive and all these different kinds of myths or thoughts that are out there. And when you get really down to it, what is your time worth in retirement? Like you've worked so hard to get there. Do you really want to spend retirement watching the markets and, you know, uh, making sure that you've pulled your RMDs on time so you don't get hit with those penalties and figuring out the best strategy for your Social Security claiming? Are you turning it on first? Is the spouse turning it on later? I mean, all these, you know, do I need some more insurance? Should I look at a different insurance product? I mean, there's just tons and tons of little components that really, truly go into a good retirement strategy. And that's why turning to a professional can be, you know, such a, it's, it's not just the value of all the knowledge that we don't have. It's also the time back in our life. We're got to retirement. I don't know about you, Matt, but I just don't want to spend all my time in retirement, you know, focused on those kinds of things. I want to have that, you know, that peace of mind that I can be out in the yard working today and not worry what the market does, or I can, you know, take a little trip with the, uh, with the missus and not have to worry what the market did. That's right. And so that is really so satisfying to me is when we can, and we can show people on paper, hey, you're going to be fine, you're going to be okay, and you can go and enjoy life um, free of the need to worry about money. It's a home run in there my book. So I agree. Yeah, I guess as a as a final wrap up to this, sure. You know, in my campaign, you you mentioned um, <laughs> For, as financials are. <laughs> you mentioned those those do it yourselfers, and yeah. God love you. I mean, that we all start out kind of as a do it yourselfer. Um, but here's I'll give you three rules that I tend to follow. Um, number okay. one, don't try to pick in individual stocks for your success. Yeah. Number two, don't try to time the market and think you can beat it by getting in or getting out at a specific time. And third, stop track record investing. Stop investing based on a manager's past performance or past track record. Mm. Um, when you look at funds, you need to know how, as we talked about in point number two, how those pieces of the portfolio in, integrate with one another and how that'll help your performance and yeah. reduce the risk. Mm-hmm. But don't invest based on historical performance because every prospectus tells you past performance is not a guarantee of future per- of the future performance. Right. So follow those three rules and you'll be successful. Don't stock pick, don't market time, and don't track record invest. All right. There you go. Well, Matt, I think you did a pretty good job running for my fictional office of financial czar <laughs> this week on the show. Uh, just, again, we talk about the same topic so often here on the podcast. So we try to find fun ways to kind of come at it from different angles. Because you just never know what's going to pique somebody's interest when it comes to saying, you know, I really do need to talk about this. And maybe you're already working in an advisor. Heck, maybe you're already working with Matt, but you haven't, you know, reminded him or told him about this, that, or the other. Maybe something's changed in life. You know, that's often the case, too. When you've got that, when you think about the DIYers or the robo-advisors and the things out there, you don't have that personal connection to where you can go, oh, I need to call Matt and tell him that my daughter, for example, has decided she wants, you know, a wedding that's twice as big as what we originally budgeted for. So, you know, (laughs) you reach out to you as your advisor and you say, hey, you know, can we go back and start looking at how to tweak this because I'm going to need more money. And and there's that personal connection. You can go, oh, wow, that's great. Your daughter, you know, so you have that personal moment, but you're also really, you understand the family, you understand what they need, and you're able to kind of dive into that. And I just don't know that you find that from all the technology and the automation that we continue to create. There's so many things in life that we're automating, but I still feel like there's a few industries and businesses where that personal connection and touch is just paramount. That's right, Mark. 
Yeah, your robo advisor really can't understand your princess. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. And that's a campaign slogan if I ever heard one. (laughs) So that's going to wrap it up this week for the program, folks. Thanks for hanging out with Matt and I here on Mondays with Matt. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you would be so kind. If you enjoy the show, uh, share it with some folks who might benefit from it as well. You can find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all the podcasting platforms. Most cell phones already have those uh, apps pre-installed. If you're an Apple user, Apple Podcasts is on there. If you're an Android user, Google Podcasts is on there. You can type Mondays with Matt in the search box of those apps and just come across it that way. Of course, you can find it and unlock everything that you need to at Matt's website, which is Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can book some time with Matt. You can check out some tools, tips, and resources, all that good stuff. Matt, my friend, thanks for hanging out with me. We went a little bit long this week, but I appreciate it. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you next time, and it'll be April. All righty, Mark. Thank you, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, check us out on all of our podcasts. Share them to your social media platforms and uh, help your friends out. Absolutely. We'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. Have a great week, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.